Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, September 23rd, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Remember that Locked On Bruins is free and available on all podcast platforms and soon coming to YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy right when it's published. And if you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated, especially if you are an Apple user. Also want to remind you that the podcast is on social media at LockedNHLBruins on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. For those of you who may be new, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan, been hosting this podcast for almost two years now, going into our third season of Boston Bruins hockey. And I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years. Uh, did it full time for five years with the score up here in Toronto. Uh, I live just west of Toronto in Guelph, Ontario. And uh, before starting this podcast, I was freelancing and was able to cover the 2019 OHL Championship. Uh, here for the Guelph Storm, which was pretty cool. Anyways, let's get into today's episode, shall we? And yesterday was the first day of Boston Bruins training camp. Uh, The guys did some off-ice testing, and they will be split into two groups here on Thursday as they begin their on-ice sessions in advance of their first exhibition game, which will take place on Sunday in Washington. I believe that game will be uh, aired on the NHL Network and locally in Washington. So if you have the NHL package uh, like I do, uh, be sure to tune in. I'm sure I don't need to remind you to do that. Now, Bruce Cassidy met with the media following uh, the off-ice testing. And he mentioned a few things that were very notable that I wanted to just briefly mention here. The first was in regards to Jake DeBrusque. Cassidy said that he met with the young-ish winger over the summer to discuss how both sides could better work with each other moving forward. DeBrusque had a very challenging 2020-2021, recording just five goals and 14 points. He was in and out of the lineup with injuries, COVID and being made a healthy scratch and at the end of last season DeBrusque was very open about uh, his struggles how difficult it all was mentally and how it was challenging for him to find his game Uh, he didn't specifically mention being bumped from left to right uh, but I'm sure that was a factor as well Cassidy said they had a good talk about some of the things that didn't allow him to be at the top of his game away from the rink Some people with the COVID protocols, you know, it affected them differently, uh, what they can and can't do. Jake was one of those guys being by himself. It was a little tougher on him. They discussed what could have been done better, uh, how they can move forward. Uh, Cassidy admitted it was probably on the coaching staff to reach out a little more. Uh, In today's game, with today's athlete, there has to be a little more of that. We can both hold ourselves accountable in that regard, he said open the lines of communication better, and that may bleed into the on-ice performance. 
and that will take care of itself. At the end of the day, the message is the same. How he can help the Bruins win. That's what we ask of every player. So, you know, it was clear that DeBrusque was struggling. Uh, the coaching staff kind of trusted that as a grown-ish man that he would be able to take care of it himself or find the appropriate uh, people to help him through that. Cassidy acknowledged that they could have helped him a bit better. Not to excuse his poor performance. He still needs to put in the work. He still needs to bring that full effort when he is on the ice. Uh, but certainly the COVID protocols and his injuries and all of that certainly uh, did not help. So it's a bit of a fresh start for DeBrusque as he enters into a new season. And hopefully he can find a new life on the Bruins' third line, surrounded by uh, some more veteran guys like Eric Howla and Nick Foligno. That is the projected third line for sure. I know a lot of you are down on DeBrusque. Uh, we're hoping he'd been traded. His value was extremely low over the summer. So best case scenario is that he rediscovers his game with the Bruins and that he becomes a contributing member of a winning team. And if they do decide to flip him, at least his value would be a bit higher. But I, for one, am rooting for him to, uh, yeah, to find success with, uh, with the Bruins. Cassidy also reiterated what general manager Don Sweeney said over the weekend about Charlie Coyle. He'll be limited to start camp with the hope that he is ramped up enough that he can join the team by next week. In the meantime, Jack Stadnika will be among the players to get a look down the middle and see if he can hang at the second line center spot. Uh, he mentioned new assistant coach Chris Kelly, who is joining the staff to replace Jay Pandolfo. Uh, they've kind of been juggling some responsibilities, so Kelly will work with the defensive side of the puck with the forwards. Joe Sacco will take on more of the offense duties. Uh, Cassidy said Kelly is a lot like Pandolfo was when he joined the staff. Some player development on his resume, most recently retired of all of us. Uh, he has a connection to the locker room, won a Stanley Cup here with guys that are still playing. Uh, that will work to his advantage. He's worked with young guys in Providence. That will hopefully help depending on the construction of the team with guys that have been there. Uh, so he'll have a head start there. And yeah, Chris Kelly will be a, a great addition to the coaching staff, I believe. He mentioned Derek Forbort, and he said that he will take more of the heavier shutdown minutes and penalty kill on the back end. So we could expect perhaps Charlie McAvoy to begin games with Matt Grizzlick, but if they're trying to hold a lead late in games, then you could perhaps see Derek Forbort out there as the initiator of putting out fires in their own end. So yeah, definitely expect to see some of the uh, McAvoy forebort pairing at some point during games this season. So that's what we learned from Bruce Cassidy. We'll get into uh, what Patrice Bergeron had to say on Monday here in a moment, but I just wanted to reiterate uh, how much I respect Cassidy for taking some of the responsibility for uh, Jake DeBrusque. Uh, not, maybe not responsibility, but holding himself accountable for perhaps not reaching out as much as he needs to be. And it kind of goes along the thread uh, that Bergeron mentioned last week in terms of mental health, that, you know, it's not a time anymore where you can just expect 
guys to bury things and move on or rise above it. You need that support system, and it comes from the coaching staff on down. And uh, I appreciated Bruce Cassidy uh, kind of holding himself accountable in that situation. But again, the onus is on Jake to uh, put in the work, to open up if he's struggling, and uh, yeah, to really help get himself in the right space to be a contributing member of the Boston Bruins. Again, I want to thank you for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day. We're going to talk about Patrice Bergeron's comments here in a moment. Uh, And when we're done with this podcast, I encourage you to make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. You can get all your league-wide information from the great hosts of the Locked on NHL podcast. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to their website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100 at BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Speaking of fast and easy, DirecTV has a great new service to streamline all of your live TV and on-demand favorites. It's called DirectStream, and you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectStream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Patrice Bergeron also met with the media following the off-ice testing, and I was able to ask him a question about, uh, well, you'll see here as I have pulled the audio. So let's see what I asked Patrice Bergeron, the captain of the Boston Ruins, and his response. Uh, Hey, Patrice, uh, it's a unique season with uh, a scheduled Olympic break. I'm just wondering if uh, representing Team Canada is on your radar and what that would mean for you at, at this point in your career. Yeah, of course. I think as an athlete, you you want to compete and, and you want to be at your best. Uh, first and foremost, my priority is uh, with the Bruins and, and have, uh, have a great season and, and, and with them and, and you know, uh, and, and working towards getting better from, from, you know, week to week or month to month, if you will. And, and, and the rest will, you know, obviously it's, it's going to fold where it folds you know i i have no control over that uh but as an athlete obviously you you always you know challenge yourself to 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 be at your best and and those things are obviously on your radar um and i'm you know i'm very aware of that i'm canadian and and there's a lot of um very very talented player and and and, you know it's going to be uh tough to be on that team and uh i'm i'm very aware of that and but all i can really control is uh, what we can do here uh, with the Bruins as a team and, and go from there. You, you probably saw the uh, very Canadian line uh, posted on Twitter yesterday. That was a nice takeaway from that. Uh, obviously, he was saying that, you know, the Canadian talent pool is pretty deep and that, you know, you can't control who is going to be selected, who might step up and have a great season to that point and get on the radar who you might not expect. Um, obviously Don Sweeney's part of the management group, Bruce Cassidy's part of the coaching staff. So he will have extra advocates uh, behind him as if he needs it. 
And at the end of the day, I do expect that he and Brad Marchand will indeed be members of Team Canada at the 2022 Olympics in uh, in China. Bergeron was also asked about uh, the team's vaccination rate, which sits at 100%, and whether or not he had to kind of lobby to get guys on the same page when it comes to getting the shots. He said there were no meetings about it, everyone was on board, and it kind of happened organically uh, for their own beliefs and themselves and their family. So everybody's on board, everybody got the vaccine, which is not the case around the league. Yesterday we learned that Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi of the Detroit Red Wings is choosing not to get vaccinated, which means he will miss up to nine games, uh, not being able to cross the border. Uh, Josh Archibald of the Edmonton Oilers is not getting vaccinated, and he will miss almost half the season, 30-something games, because of the border rules. He can't, you know, cross the border, come back, quarantine, and all that kind of stuff. So they're in a real bind uh, that way. That leaves uh, those two, plus Zach Ronaldo. I can't remember if there's anybody else in there, but uh, uh, those are some of the guys who have chosen not to get vaccinated and, you know, hurting their teams, hurting their own wallets at the same time. Uh, So, yeah, that's their choice, but there are consequences for that, obviously. Bergeron also was asked about some of the new guys coming in, how to get them acclimated to the team, to the city. He said the most important thing is to get to know them, being there if they need anything, especially coming in. Everything is new, whether it's the locker room, finding your way around the rink or the equipment, making sure you meet all the trainers and staff and the people that are here to help the players, making sure they feel comfortable getting used to all of that and having some conversations and starting to get to know them. So the captain really stepping up and uh, it's great to see those new guys coming in and uh, becoming contributing members of the team off the ice at the very least. And again, the Bruins will uh, take to the ice here on Thursday at uh, first at 10 a.m. with a group A practice and then uh, group B will meet on the ice at noon. Uh, So we'll start to get our first looks of perhaps some line uh, combinations, defensive pairings and things like that. But pretty much all set at the moment as to how things are going to go uh, unless, you know, some guys really do step up like Jack Stanika, who I mentioned off the top, will get a look on uh, the second line. In case you missed it yesterday, the Bruins announced the uh, broadcast schedule for the preseason. I mentioned the game on Sunday will be available on the NHL Network. Uh, the game on Tuesday, the 28th, against the Rangers will be available on the radio, 98.5, the Sports Hub. I believe it will also be on the NHL Network. MSG will be picking that one up since it is in New York. Uh, The game against the Philadelphia Flyers on Thursday, September 30th, will be a TNT game, actually. Uh, They're going to pick up a couple preseason games, so we'll get a look at how their broadcast is, uh, is, is shaping up. And then the last three games... One against the Rangers, one against the Flyers, and one against the Capitals will all be on Nesson, although one will be on Nesson Plus. So we're definitely going to get a chance to uh, check out the Bruins in the preseason and uh, be able to watch all these games and see how things are coming together for a Boston Bruins. I'm, again, excited to see how some of these guys fit in. I believe Nick Foligno is going to be a great addition. Uh, He was a captain before. He's really going to see... Uh, some opportunities to step up both on and off the ice, 
Brandon Carlo has a nice new extension and he is hopefully going to become more comfortable as a leader. I mentioned yesterday he'll probably be assigned the A. Uh, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick have been around here for a while. We've really seen that transition on the blue line. And these are the guys who are the leaders now uh, with uh, Derek Forbort and Mike Riley still being fairly new. Connor Clifton as well. Not really a core guy, I would say. I really do think they still need to uh, make some moves to shore up the right side of the blue line. But that's a discussion for another day. Before we move on to some news and notes from around the NHL, quick word about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You have a computer with access to rockauto.com. You can even pull out your phone, pull up the website, and see everything that they have to offer at discounted rates. Save time, save money by using Rock Auto. They're a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could possibly need for your vehicle, whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, even new gas caps, uh, which I ordered for my Honda Odyssey at 2004 a couple years ago that has since um, passed away. RIP. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Uh, Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Some big breaking news here on Thursday morning uh, from Buffalo, where the Sabres have announced that Jack Eichel did not pass his training camp physical, that he will not be participating in training camp, and that he has been stripped of the captaincy even. Uh, So they didn't come out and say that he's played his last game with the Buffalo Sabres, but uh, he is not the captain anymore, uh, and he will not be participating in training camp technically on the IR with this uh, neck issue still ongoing. Uh, They were hoping that he could avoid surgery. It's needed. Uh, Eichel doesn't want to get the fusion surgery neck fusion surgery he wants a disc replacement this is the uh kind of source of the discontent between both sides and uh it's resulted in him losing the c and also uh yeah him not being part of the team at this moment uh he wouldn't have participated in training camp anyways with the neck issue but to take away the c seems a bit um a bit much at this point, and uh, I'm sure it will only serve to drive a deeper wedge between Jack Eichel and the Buffalo Sabres management. Another quick note, I just saw come across cap-friendly transactions. John Moore has officially been activated, so he will be presumably a uh, active participant in training camp. He has two years left on his contract that carries a $2.75 million cap hit, limited to only five games last year, two assists. And, you know, so far his tenure with Boston has not been great. Uh, But, you know, if he's healthy, 
and able to contribute, then, uh, you know, hopefully they can get something out of uh, that contract if, if they're not able to move it, which, which uh, they haven't yet to this point. Elsewhere around the NHL, the uh, league announced Wednesday it found no evidence that San Jose Sharks winger Evander Kane bet on league games. The accusations were leveled by his estranged wife, prompting a league investigation. Having said that, the NHL is now investigating additional unrelated allegations involving potential wrongdoing by Evander Kane, linked to domestic violence and sexual assault allegations, uh, again, levied by his wife. As a result, he has been uh, barred from attending San Jose Sharks training camp until such time as this is resolved. I mentioned uh, Josh Archibald and the Oilers. He's not getting vaccinated. Uh, Defenseman Duncan Keith was a bit hesitant, but he did get the shots. He'll be in quarantine until uh, October 1st. Meanwhile, Alex Stalock is expected to be sidelined for the entire season due to a heart condition related to his bout with COVID-19 last November. So, you know, the Oilers a bit of a mess. Players not getting vaccinated, vaccine hesitant, and then you got another guy who actually had COVID who will miss the entire season with myocarditis. Um, I know there are some concerns that vaccines um, trigger myocarditis, but it's far more likely that issues arise from actually getting COVID as we see here with, uh, with our guy Alex Stalock out in Edmonton. Former Boston Bruins general manager Peter Chiarelli has received a promotion in St. Louis. He's now their vice president of hockey operations. Ken Hitchcock, former head coach, rejoins the club as a coaching consultant. Uh, so wild to see Chiarelli still getting uh, some love from NHL teams. Perhaps we can work out a Derek Forbort for Vladimir Tarasenko one-for-one deal as those seem to have been his M.O. in the past. But yeah, the big news here this morning is the Buffalo Sabres stripping Jack Eichel of his captaincy. He will not be partaking in training camp. Uh, GM Kevin Adams said he spoke to Jack a couple days ago, spoke to the team yesterday. Jack Eichel is no longer the captain of the Buffalo Sabres. From their perspective, the captain is the heartbeat of the team, and they're in a situation where we felt we needed to make that decision. There's still slim chance that he will become a member of the Boston Bruins, something that I uh, very much <laughs> wish could happen. Uh, probably not going to, but you know, crazier things have happened in the past, and uh, it would be so great if he could end up as a member of the Boston Bruins. Uh, despite all this drama, I still think he's an elite-level player. He would relish the opportunity to play in his hometown. And, uh, you know, not likely to happen. Let's just say that honestly, but how great would it be if it did? Anyways, the Bruins, like I said, they're on the ice here this morning to begin the official practice sessions at training camp. We'll be back tomorrow to bring you all the latest from camp as well as uh, the return of this week in hockey with friend of the podcast, Mayor Zilberberg. Uh, until then... I hope you all are having a great week, and uh, I thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow again with uh, a look at how 
training camp is going. Tonight, uh, what am I going to do? Well, last night we caught up on American Crime Story Impeachment, which is kind of hilarious and uh, interesting to look back at that time in history. Tonight, I'm not sure what we're going to watch. Maybe catch up on some Walking Dead or Ted Lasso. Um, Try to watch some baseball. I know all eyes are on the AL wildcard race uh, and the Blue Jays and Red Sox uh, really seem, well, how is it right now? The Blue Jays are the outside looking in after their loss to Tampa Bay yesterday, uh, two games behind the Red Sox. So the Blue Jays have some ground to make up beginning tonight in Minnesota. Another reminder to check out the Locked On Red Sox podcast which uh, is very much worth checking out if you're not already on that train. So yeah, everybody, have a great Thursday. Thanks again for listening. Please do subscribe if you are not already. And uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.